down in a hole feeling so small i want to fly on bando de bando and i you went down in a hole sean you were like enough of the sketch keep exploratory play jeff i want c2 let's go to the hole i want loam for my aunt is that, is that what i said i it's weird i can't remember exactly how that went but that sounds about right sounds about right i give give me what i need now um get yeah stuff. i'm realizing yeah. get stuff is not i used to think the whole reason behind get stuff's name was i get stuff for you no 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 he gets stuff yeah he's like what... uh, he's like voldemort who voldemort's whole thing is he liked to collect trinkets that were important to him he valued his experience in this world through objects which is i think what get stuff does yeah but he did that because he had to he he did that because he realized something that others had not which was that he could separate his soul and thus live forever but little did he know he separated himself into the one who would destroy him someday well oh spoiler that's alert that's book chad Wow, what a Seven. jerk. God. In case you've never checked out this thing called Harry Potter, it turns out part of Voldemort is actually in Harry Potter. Spoiler alert. That's really weak of you, dude. Seriously. <laughs> I just ruined all of Harry Potter for you, for real. I just ruined the whole thing. But here's the thing. They actually tell you in book three, I think it is. But they kind of oh. do it as an aside thing. Oh, so that's okay then. No, it's yeah, fine. No, it's You're okay. right. In book okay. three, they're like, uh, I mean, book like, one, Harry... who cares about it? Book two, <laughs> who cares about it? By book three, you already know what's going to happen. So forget about it. That's, uh, I'm really into Harry Potter. It's one of the best ever made. All right. All right. Let's just stop with Harry Potter. Seriously. It's good. What about Harry Potter? Harry Potter's all right. Harry Potter, I can get behind, but Harry Potter, I'm just, let's just leave it over there. How much money does Harry Potter spend in air gems and hate gems every week? Pearls, whatever they're called. Mm. Hate gems? Stones? Hate stones and air mm. stones, I think mm. they're called. I, yeah, I'm going to guess air is worse, but I don't, I don't know. They're probably both bad. And I'm guessing that each one's anywhere between 250 and 300 platinum. We got so much goddamn stuff to talk about, Sean. We've had guests on for over a week, and we haven't talked oh, no. about what our characters have been doing. And you've had the week off of work, which means we've been playing every day. Yeah, it makes me feel a little bit blurry, to be honest. <laughs> That's why I'm here. I know this stuff. I can put the scaffolding together, right? Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. You're going to fill in the scaffolding with furniture and with tapestries and with a little end table and a lamp. Some mm -hmm. cough. Can you bring some food, too? As long as I you're mean, going to them? Seriously, I'm excited. If I don't know if everybody else is, but... So, like Let's I said, it. you were saying, done with Kedge. We put out our, our bonus episode. No more exploring. Jeff, I want C2. I need well, C2. I mean, to be honest, it was fun to, like, getting you gear was fun, but it was getting old. Like, there was really nothing wow. for me in there. I know. I'm, gonna, I'm just being honest. Wow. I was like, it, and it's partly because I didn't get to earn any of my stuff. And so I felt like I wanted to earn some of my stuff. I think that's realistic. I think that's, that's fair. That's interesting. That's you taking a very intricate approach on both sides. Very thought out. Very yeah, self-aware. Not like me at all, but okay, continue. 
Yep. Not like you at all. Self-aware thinking it out. And so he says, let's get out of Kedge. We get out of Kedge and we're in Kedge with stone portals last. And he's like, yeah, I'll catch up with you guys next time. And we go to the hole and we're like, want to come? And he's like, ah, it's not really my speed, man. I'll just, I'll check out some other places. So we're like, okay, we're in here without stone now. Uh, do you want to describe to everybody? I don't think we're going to do a full episode on the whole is my guess, unless we go back and really hit the deeper side with the uh-huh. operations and stuff. Okay. So you want, I, you want like a quick synopsis? Yeah. I kind of want to let people who have never been to the hole understand how to get there, what it looks like, how okay. to get there. All right. This is what it's like. You, you go in there. It's like, Oh, this is, people said this is hard. This isn't really so bad. Okay. There's a couple of these. <laughs> get a little bit fun okay it's still what i mean you got to drop down here whatever you can't get back up you got to gate no matter what there's otherwise and that's really not that oh my god <laughs> what's wrong with oh we're going way too fast i can't I, I, the mezzing what are you talking about there's oh god that's what it ends up like but um you know then you get a little bit older and wiser and it gets easier and you know one thing that i really came to realize and i'm I'll, you know, we'll mention this closer to the end of today, too. But like the last group that we went we went deep with last night, like really reminded me of of the why EverQuest can be so amazing. And like, those were the good old days. Those were the good old days. Yeah, when you have a, it's fun. When you have, when you have a group of people who totally understand that I have limitations based on my level, right? And also, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that it's not my skill level as well, but it's based on my level as well. And, and that, that like, that changes everything, right? When it's not like, it doesn't matter, you're just going to push it to the wall no matter what. And so that was just made a huge difference. All right. So it's funny you went there because I have a little story in my back sleeve. I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about today because I want to be very careful about how I name the person. Because I got a little story about that, about whether, because that is what I'm learning playing with you and once we make a full group. Because when it's me and you, we can just find the right place if there's the right place and we can do it and we figured out how to do it. It's not always easy to find the right place, granted, based on what we want, but we know how to do it. Now, when we add another people that's when it becomes very different. And one thing I'm very much learning at these high levels is a lot of it has to do with your relation to everything else, your relation and usually the tanks relation. My level and every all the DPS's level matters, but not as much. What really matters is what your level is because you got to mez everything. Right. That's super important. You sometimes yeah. got to root stuff. You know, you got to, your charm has to last long, yeah. right? Yeah. It can't, yeah. it can't break every minute, right? So yeah your level in relation to everything is so important. And even if the rest of the groups are 59s, we can't push that far because the crowd control just goes away. And the same, the same goes for a tank. If you're actually playing with a tank, a good tank makes all the difference, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're definitely like alluding to something that we're going to talk about at the end for sure. Like the last group that we did last night, well, let's just leave it there for now. Let's go back. We got to rewind. Right. We do have to rewind before I even get to the story about the person I want to be careful about naming. So we're back. We go to the hole. Sean didn't tell you how to get there. I'm going to do that. That's why I'm here. It's scaffolding time. You got a port to Tox, which is way over in Otis. You're talking about West side, West side. You're talking about Hawaii, right? That's how far out. Of course, I'm talking U.S. centric here. That's where my mind is. So if you're in the U.S., you're talking Hawaii. This little place, Otis. If you go north, you go to the good town. If you go south, you go to the bad town. It's a teeny place. Uh, you'd go south. You go to the bad town. I think it's the bad town. Is that right, Sean? Yeah, I think it's the bad town. Pineal? Yeah. Pretty sure. Okay. 
Um, anyway, you had to, you would know because you had to get the key. Anyway, we'll get to that part in a second. So you get yep. to, no, I'm, I'm not done yet, Sean. So um, you get to, you get to uh, the, the south end of the zone. And as you're running in, you'll see a big old hole in front of you. You don't go that far. You take a quick left before it and you run through this cobalt Warren's lobby area. And then you take a right down into this little do to do and do do into these little um poopsie doopsies they're like atriums i don't know gazebos thank you sean thank you they're called gazebos you go down mm -hmm. a couple of gazebos until you get to a pond and in the pond is a different colored rock where if you click on it if you have a key or you're a rogue or i guess if you can get super small some people have told me you can get through this barrier right yeah it's just a door that's a rock so a lot of people will sit there and be like I hope somebody comes along and opens the rock and you usually you'll have to wait, I don't know, 10, 20 minutes if you're waiting. And then uh, another thing to mention is you don't come here until you're in your 50s and preferably not to like maybe 53. You can if you're earlier, but you got to be with some players who are pretty good. Take a breath. If there's ever people <laughs> at the front door, it's also totally acceptable to ask them to open the door for people who are waiting on the other side if you know that they're waiting. So if you're bringing people in and they don't have a key, and you know there's somebody or a group camping the front door, it's completely acceptable to ask them to go bust out and open the door. This is all true. This is all true. This place is pretty easy to get to in terms of if you can get a port to tox, it's not a far run. Um, so, sorry, did you need to talk again, Sean? I heard you inhale. Well, yeah, they're just, you know, the thing that I hadn't realized and I had, had thought about, but I hadn't really realized was that at 54, when you get clarity to... Not only do you get that, but you get another, you get a new charm. We're, you I mean, are sorry, so Dazzle. far ahead of you. This is, you're talking the very last sentence of the episode. I know. We're going to call this episode C2, I think. And you're already down there. No, you were, we have so much more to get. We haven't even talked right. about Plane of Sky. Do you know that we're going to fit that Ooh. in here? Rewind. We're going to fit in Plane of Sky, Sean. We have so much to talk about and we have to fit in Plane of Sky. Rewind. <laughs> if you get stuck uh, behind a table, uh, rewind backslash so you go into the hole and yeah once you swim in or whatever they say you can't get out um so there's a little entrance area which is the easiest area which the nice thing about this entrance area it's always camped and the reason it's always camped is even though it doesn't have names you get to fight in the hole and you get to fight the easiest stuff in the hole which means you don't have to fight any freaking rock golems right that's why yeah, this entrance area not, is so tight unless you pull all the way down to the to the uh, gate entrance down there or the i'm sorry the tower or whatever that is yeah i've heard it called observatory that tower thing but there's also a camp called observatory so i don't know so you come into this area and if you're lucky enough to like you and your friend or even a group be able to just camp this opening area and get xp i mean you're in the money and you might even get a little loam you're gonna get some gems you're gonna get sick xp so that's all good um the entrance is almost always camped right Almost always. We got it one time of the all, every time that we went there, we only camped it once because it was camped otherwise. And you're fighting about uh, eight summoned rock golem looking things. Yeah, everything. Not from... rock golem. Sorry, rock pet. What are, rock elemental? Earth yeah, elemental. Warriors, visors. Um, there's a few others. Nothing. Uh, I don't. There might be wizards up there. I can't remember. Yeah, I think there is. I wish I could remember the names of the ones that complete healed because they're punks and you want to take them out. There is one class and I can't remember what the name of it is. Harvester. Yeah, Harvester, right? Yeah, I think that's right. Harvesters. Harvester. F those guys, man. 
Okay, so yeah, and I'm not gonna get we're not gonna break into every camp, but from from that point on, you kind of get into the actual part of the hole after you go down a series of like ramps and whatnot. And at one point in the ramp, you fall down enough where you can't get back up. Um, I think somebody said, can you gravity flux up? Yeah, I've, I've fluxed people back up. <laughs> one person who tried to flux up, they kept, they kept falling off. They were yeah. so mad. They're like, damn it! Because yeah. it was a good player. It was like one of the best players in our group. So the fact that they were like holding us up with the gravity flux, you could tell. Yeah. It was like that person at basketball when they're good, but they start missing a bunch of shots and they're yelling at themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they, then they got it perfectly, of course. Um, so, uh, castle entrance was one of my favorite camps cause me and you could do it. And usually we'd only have to fight one rock golem at a time if we had to fight one. Now, why do rock golems suck so much, Sean? Why do I keep bringing these things up? So not only do they have a lot of hit points, like probably two or three times, maybe even five times what the normal mobs have, but they have extremely high magic resistance. So hard to do anything to them. Oh, and what else do they do? That's fun when they're mad at you. Oh, they'd like to summon you. So yeah. if, if I, I've learned fairly quickly to not deal damage to them, it's less likely that they'll summon you. I'm not even sure. Once you get deeper, they'll summon you, especially if they hit you, they just continuously summon you. That's, oh, God. So how do these things, um, uh, how do you deal with these things as an enchanter? They're just a nightmare when you don't, <laughs> they are, when you're, when you're under conning to them, when you can't, when your spells aren't landing, when there's nothing that you can do, it's just a nightmare. It's like with the first time we went to hate and fear and you're just, all my spells are being resisted, but the mob still gets to come over to you and just, <laughs> you. right now, when we go and do it, my stuns actually stun, you know, as many mobs as it possibly can. And it's, I don't know, it feels different. Now there's another type of mob in this dungeon I want to go over before we talk about our adventure. And that's, uh, well, there's actually two more. There's the rats, which we didn't fight very much. They just seem like they're a little harder than the elementals, but they're not too hard, right? Mm, I'd say they're quite a bit harder than the elementals. Or are they? Yeah. And you know I, I think they're the second, probably the second hardest things next to the golems. I think the fact that the elementals are so easy is why this zone is so good. Because the XP is good, and 80% of the mobs are these earth elemental looking things, and they're just easy, man. Yeah, they're easy to control for the most part. They and, and they they don't do a ton of damage unless they're hasted and they're uh, backstabbing you and um, they, have a, <laughs> they have a torch in their hand. Then it's really terrible. And a muzzle from a uh, mage. Yeah, so there are the ones that backstab. The, there are the two or three rogue classes that backstab you and they they will wreck you. Yeah, and that's usually what you want as a pet, right? And that's the deceiver, if I remember correctly. Yep, and actually the the wizards can wreck you too if you if you're not careful, they'll wreck you. They'll gravity flux you, they'll do uh, other terrible things. And so then the other uh mob in here is the undead specter looking things, right? The revenants, yeah, yes. they're actually very very I think they're on on par with the um, with the golems, um, as far as difficulty, they hit really hard and they're not as magic resistant, um, but they are, they're not fun uh, to get smacked <laughs> by. <laughs> so, uh, the way this dungeon works is you basically have a series of camps as you go deeper into the hole and then you end at this like name to name kale or something. I don't know. Zale, Vale. I don't know. Um, we never went that far, 
but the camps you always hear called out go in this order it goes entrance which we already mentioned then you have to go in a ways then here's where it really starts you got castle entrance followed by rats most people don't do rats followed by observatory followed by slabs which is my favorite followed by docks, followed by Broken Gate. I've never heard of a group going further than that. Sometimes these, you can find little pockets in between these camps to pull. Um, there's just so many freaking mobs in this zone that you're usually not gonna have a hard time being like, oh, you're pulling my mobs. I mean, it does happen. It definitely does happen, especially if it's a busy weekend night, but there's just a lot of stuff to fight here. Um, and you just set up at one of these camps and you just don't move, right? You just go to town. Yep, yep. And if you're an enchanter, please be ready to throw up. <laughs> so here's how our experience went, though. It wasn't pleasant. Um, over the course of the podcast, we're going to talk about Jeff getting quite upset twice. Mm -hmm. We're about to get to the first one here. Uh, you got upset, though, too, here as well as both of us just getting extremely frustrated. We start off in the hole and it's great because it's just me and him learning it's you know to do the castle entrance and it's going well. We're like, oh, my God, we already got a gem worth 100 plat. And wow, I can actually see the experience bar move. We're going to level up. And we're like, oh, look at this nice level 59 SEAL team who wants to group with us. And oh, here's another 59 venerate who also wants to. Oh, and here's another SEAL team. And oh, they're like, Castle Entrance is too easy, right, Sean? Yep. It's too easy. Too easy. Yep. Too when easy. It, what, for, for them, it did, there's no doubt it was way too easy. So we're going deeper in and it's not just that it's too easy. It's that we don't, we don't have the optimal group, right? We not only have to fill the group, but we need the right classes. We are not, we're not putting any fluff in this group, right, Sean? That's right. But it's also, I mean, you know, just to be honest, I, I was the weak link. There's no, there's no denying it. Just my we level figured, was. I figured that out. I didn't realize that going <laughs> in, but the fact that you, cause long story short, every, the camp was taken except for the very last one. And this happened to us twice. This happened yeah. with, to us with a, one group of 59s and then again with another group of 59s. And it wasn't all 59s. It was like a couple 59s and then maybe another 54 and us or whatever. And both time we went all the way back to broken gate and both times uh, Sean's spells just would not work and it's wipe and it's wipe and then it's all of a sudden this is easy we got it under control these tanks are so good and then it's two golems come to camp which they said they would not do because they not because it keeps going bad right they're like we're gonna split them this time guys we're not gonna bring you two golems and then they bring three golems and then another one pops and death 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 and dying in the hole sucks man because you're so far down there and what you're doing is you're begging the camp next to you to drag you and res you that's how it works so you, the way I do it is I do who all cleric 55, 60, and you're going to see a couple clerics in the hole because that will show you every cleric in the world who's between level 55 and 60. And I guarantee you a couple are going to be in the hole and you send them a tell and they've heard it before because when you're in the hole, this is how it goes. And you say, I will please, you know, I will donate to you if you guys can res and drag at least the cleric and the, and the puller or the rogue or the monk or somebody else who can drag. And usually they'll just drag all of you. And then they'll res you and then, then you offer them all your gems that you got because you only killed two rounds of creatures and maybe three people got a gem. And so you give them your gems, you know, <laughs> now you're down XP. You've given your gems away, right? And then and then somebody- It's a lot of fun. <laughs> then somebody in the group leaves and goes LD and you're like, oh, I wonder if they're coming back. And next thing you know, they've joined the group right next to you that resed you. And you're like, oh, I guess they didn't want to play with us. And that's fine. That's fine. Because Sean and I are just like, we're just go back near the entrance and everybody else is on board. But then all of a sudden another 60 wants to join and take their spot, right? And then everybody else is like, well, maybe we just stay at Broken Gate because here we this 60 we just got is so good. 
They're so good, Sean. Everything's going to be different now because we got this new level 60 in the group, right? That does happen, yes. But then what happens when they pull two golems again and they say, why isn't the crowd being controlled and why is the enchanter being summoned and killed? What happens? Well, it depends on who you are. Then it depends on what's said. But um, well, everybody wipes. We die. I mean, I die first. <laughs> and then your pet turns on us. And then we and have then another ad. Then you have another one. And then everything goes really sideways from there. And the bard who was also crowd controlling gets swarmed by everything and they're dead. And I'm sitting there with my small mana pool with 20% mana left. I'm like, well, I got one CH left. I don't even know if I'm supposed to run like halfway back to the next reser because I know we're dead. I just know we're dead. There's no way we're fighting two golems and the room is repopping and oh, there's a revenant too. And it's just all over. So yeah, you can't, the group's level is determined by the If you're basing your crowd control on a chanter or a bard or whatever, you need to have that character be at least the same level as what you're fighting, you know, on par with it, right? <laughs> so, that was one of the worst days. And that was, wasn't that the day, Sean, where I was, you heard me yelling, I hate this fucking game. I hate this fucking game. Um, I think that was the day. But I mean, yeah, it left me feeling pretty inadequate, no lie. I mean, I even told, I even sent some tells to people in our group. I'm saying, look, it's obviously I'm the weak leak. This is, I'm really sorry, blah, blah, blah. They're, they, some answered, some didn't. Some said, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get it. If I was like 59, I'd be pissed too. I would. But I guess what I want to encourage people to do is say, you know, you're just not high enough to, to be effective. We can't go there. Right. Cause I, I didn't, I didn't know that. And I'm totally going to do my best and like, I don't care if I die, whatever. Right. But if you're 59 and you die, I totally get it. You know, that sucks. So um, there's that. The other okay. thing there, the, hold on. There's the other that. thing, there is that. The other thing, uh, obviously, is that um, what I hadn't realized and what ends up happening is that they're running with people who have C2 and who have the other mez um, that I just got at 54, right? Yeah. And so, it, it honestly changes uh, better gear things. right their their enchanters well, can take 10 more hits yeah it's that but it's it's honestly it's even more it's more the fact that they can keep up mana wise and they also have an, a, a spell that's actually effective right you're not wasting two spells to do something that should only cost you one time right <laughs> and you know anyway it goes on and on that way one time so I had not made that realization yet either. And maybe I'm making excuses. I don't know. But that that feels like a difference anyway. No, I, I'm with you. And I was getting mad at you um, because <laughs> it's the pet usually. is The pet is what makes me mad usually, <laughs> to be honest. Oh, and I it's know. Not, also not your fault because a lot of times they're like, all right, which pet do you want? And I'm like, God damn it. Why do we need a pet? This is already hard enough. Why do we need a fucking pet? I'm sorry to swear so much in this episode, but this camp had me so frustrated and i'm trying to let that frustration show right now i'm like why do we need a pet why are we zerging why do we need to kill two extra mobs per round we're gonna die again yeah yeah no we did over and over again because my pet would would uh break when i when i get killed by the third uh golem that came to camp and summoned me plus i'm plus i'm healing you then as well not just the tank who's trying to tank two golems you know because when your pet breaks and whatnot now it's I want to I want to do a quick fast forward because we still have the sky to get to, but we were 
in a much, much better group in a much, much better place last night, which was one of the most fun times we've ever had playing EverQuest. And for some reason, Sean, in there, when your pet was breaking and hitting you, you were barely getting hurt. Were you using Rune? No. What was it? Do you know? You, you got to rewind, man. We got things to learn along the way. Stop. You got. Why do you want to jump <laughs> to the end? I couldn't figure it out. You were taking mm. the hits, and mm. it wasn't. Couldn't, I was like, this time mm. he's only at ten percent after taking hits. Well, Usually, you're at like fifty percent after you take hits. We did go to Plane of Sky. <laughs> we did go to Plane of Sky. Right. So a couple few times. Okay, uh, so back. So back it up then. Um, we're back at uh, the hole, and after that very frustrating day, uh, we kept playing because this is Sean's week off, and we're playing a couple hours every day. And we're get, we're hitting the hole again, and we actually ended up having uh, some really good groups. We did castle entrance together with just like one or two other people. We got like two loam drops. We all each got like two gems worth a hundred plat. Like nobody died one day. That group was awesome. We had another group where we got pulled deep again into. Um, broken gate which i mentioned it happened to us twice the second time was also very very bad uh but then <laughs> after, after that i think we actually took a break and we went to chardock for a minute we mentioned mm -hmm. that kind of i think offhand during one of our um guest episodes and that was a ton of fun because we that really was. we didn't get a lot of xp but we got to see some new environment and we got to play with some new people yeah, well, and Stone Portals came out one day too, right? And helped us kind of get to know it a little bit. And... Right. If we're not in the hole, he's like, I'm down, guys. He's yeah, just yeah. like, I don't like that place, which I kind of get it now. I'm starting to really not like it too. Because <laughs> <laughs> here's, uh, and, and I want to go back to the fact that it's not just you get the camp. You're usually with high level players here. And it's very important to them that you have a well put together group. And that's not always how I want to play. Because I want to like, if somebody needs a group and they're in our guild, and it's a person who doesn't usually get invited to groups and we have an extra spot. I don't care what class they are. I just want to add them. And some well, people don't like that. Yeah, but don't don't I also don't want you to forget that like if we were level 57, even if we were level 57, right, going into the hole, you start to be a little bit more dominant, especially if you've got the gear to do it. And so you you're the whole level of expectation about what's happening. Right. Is just it's just different. Right. That's kind of what I was saying about C2 and everything else, too. They're the people that are making that thought process are like used to it being at that level, especially in those places. Cause that's the way that it is for them. 90% of the time. I bet if you ask the tank and the other three people that were at that level that died in our group that day, how the day was for them, they would tell you it was way worse than it was for us. Well, I know how it was for one of them because we grouped with one of them last night and we had a different experience with them and they actually sent me some tells, but we're going to get to that, Sean. We still have to do plan the sky. Um, oh, I didn't I didn't know that. I mean, I, I knew that. I Okay, anyway, keep going. So um, we the last group we did in the hole was amazing and ended. Well, yeah, because we figured out like the exact place we should be slabs. Yeah, slabs with a decent group, like not all seal team, but like with a decent group, like a couple other gilded people and maybe one person's not or whatever. And everything's fine as long as we're you know, on top of things and we have the timer set. So we know when the camp's going to repop because the camp has a revenant. And so you better know when it's going to repop. Right. It doesn't hurt to have CLT. No, it doesn't hurt to have CLT. <laughs> and I don't want to just dunk on them that here. It's just, I again, I find that um, these are usually the highest level players and they're not there to joke around and necessarily make friends all the time. They're there to gain 8% XP per hour or more. Yeah. And it's so if you're if you're adding a 52 mage to the group, they're like, what are you doing? That's right. I could have gotten you a 57 rogue. What are you doing? Right. You're messing up the group. 
but if you want to learn anyway all right, all right. okay so we go to this camp it's amazing we get several cool items we get these uh shoulders which face face is all excited about because even though they weigh like 17 stones they give you 10 to all resist and 20 ac which even though I, I got some pretty sweet shoulders lately, the, the the range of those resists I'm finding are valuable for some raids potentially. Uh, you got that shield. You want to tell everybody what that shield is? Yeah. So the shield is just a look good shield, just cosmetic, right? But monks can use it to look like other classes. So I thought that was pretty fun. We rolled for that one. I won that one. And then we got several pieces of loam and a whole grip of gems. Yeah, and it was it was like not only awesome for loot, but the EXP was rolling. It never got out of control. My spells worked on everything, and I had not, I still hadn't hit fifty four, but but we were pushing pretty pretty hard there. Um, and it definitely had to do with you know who was in the group and the and the cosmetics, but not not as much as um, just that everything seemingly for me was working. I want to give a shout out to the Paladin Shoes. I don't remember the end of the name. It's S-C-H-U, Schultz, Schultz, uh, something like that. Was doing really good. I was a little worried. I'm like, okay, this is, uh, I'm not sure how they're going to do it pulling. They can't split. They're the puller and the tank. They were killing it. They were working hard and doing a really good job. I agree. Um, so we put together this group and the DPS is sick. And at first we have a Druid and they're doing a lot of DPS, but every once in a while they'll off heal as well. And the Druid is good. Right. And I don't remember all the classes, but we had like a, a good mage, maybe a good necro. The DPS was just crazy. And especially these elementals, they would just die so quick. It, we'd pull three elementals and three elementals. And it's like, ha, 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 ha. It's like, it's just so easy. Just burn, yeah. burn, 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 dead, 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 dead. Yeah, that's when you can I can use Mez in, instead of Enthrall and and they'll die before Mez breaks. That's pretty that's pretty good. Now I'm building up to Jeff getting a little upset here. So mm -hmm. as let's do that. Let's keep it going. <laughs> as we're doing that, um, you have a pet and everything's fine because we also have a druid who can heal every once in a while if needed. Um, everything's fine. Then all of a sudden the druid has to leave and we replace the druid with another high DPS class. And at this point, I'm like, Sean, drop the pet, man. And I, you know, anybody who's grouped with me, I don't always act in a group as I do as much on the podcast. I, I do get pretty bossy, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> go, go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Let's see how far you can put your foot down your throat. Oh, boy, this is funny. It's funny because I know who's in the wrong here, Sean. It's obvious. LM doesn't agree with me. I've already discussed it with him. He thinks you're in the right, but everybody else I've talked to it, yeah, pretty much agrees with me. It, it's totally fine either so, way. So all of a sudden, we we don't have a second healer. Our DPS is nuts. We're just frying stuff. Um, and I go from having uh, just teetering around like 80% mana all the time as a healer, just totally being on top of everything. So all of a sudden I'm teetering between like 20 and 40%. And it's because the pet's still there and the pet's like starting to get some little toys, right? Sean t sends me a tell. He's like, oh, <laughs> the mage just gave him a muzzle. I'm like, okay, cool, man. And, you know, this pet breaks and this pet hits Sean really hard and Sean loses half of his life when the pet breaks. Um, and usually Sean gets control of it, but, you know, I got to throw him that heal pretty quick because if he doesn't, he's going to die, Then you know, on the next round of hits. And so... Uh, I'm like, Sean, just drop the pet, man. And he drops the pet. 
no problem. And we're ripping it up. Then he grabs a pet again. I'm like, what are you doing, Sean? We don't need a pet. We are doing so good. This has been one of the best XP days, one of the best loot days we've ever had. Things are going so well. Don't take a pet. Um, you say, oh, I just do it when there's like three just to, you know, settle everything down. And they're really good against golems. And I think a golem's coming in next. So I'm like, all right, all right. He's got it under control. Next thing I know, it's like 15 minutes later and this fucking pet is still here. And this is when he's sending me tells and he's like, oh, I gave it a torch. You know, this dude gave it a muzzle. And my man is back around like 20, 40%. And I'm like, God damn it. And then, you know, the poor paladin thought it was his fault. He missed time to pull and brought a pull in the same time that the revenant at camp was popping. But even a bigger deal, Sean's all of a sudden at 20% because his pet's smacking him and I heal him and he's like oh it's okay it's okay I got it under control again but then the revenant hits him and fucking kills him sorry for swearing so much and then the fucking pet is loose and kills all of us and we just went from the best day ever where we didn't need a fucking pet Sean we didn't need it so one of the most beautiful things about life is uncomfortable silences and whether or not we need it, it isn't really important. <laughs> there's, there's a few things. Uh, oh no, I just spit all over my magic cards. <laughs> oh no, they're mostly sleeved. They're mostly sleeved. Oh no, my grateful apparition and my bog brew witch are totally <laughs> fucked. Okay. Oh no, my foil Akam Hellhound. Damn it. So, so, you know, what's what? There's two things here. One, the first thing is that you mentioned normally you're rolling at about 80%, and that, you know, everything is good and blibbity blib blib. So, I'm just <laughs> going to let you know that the last time that I rolled at 80% was probably, I don't know, level 36. I don't the know. clerics work. Oh, when... okay. So all of a sudden, I gotta work a little harder. I gotta. I, I'm a little worried. I'm between twenty and forty percent. Oh God, the whole world's coming to. I can't just sit here. I gotta actually heal every. I gotta pay attention. Even I gotta look at his pet. Oh no. No, hold on a second. Here's me. Every fucking mob that comes in, I gotta pay attention. I gotta make sure it's either rooted, mesmerized, and slowed. It depends on who's in our group, right? Not only that, but when it breaks, my then I gotta make sure my pet. I gotta make sure it's got it's paced. Everybody's hasty. Why do you need a pet? Why do you need a pet? Hey, and then what else do I get? What else do I get? Can I get clarity, please? (laughs) Seriously, I'm out of clarity. Can I get clarity, please? So let me see. I'm running between 20 and 40%. I would say 90% of the time uh, it work, making that, making it work with my, oh, my mana. working class hero over here. And then here comes, I got, I got to go from going from 80%. <laughs> you know, I don't understand. It's, I got to start to work and it's not fun. So, and you don't know how clerics work. Thing. We're supposed to be around 80. That's how much that's we need thing. to take care of a crisis. The second thing is there's this thing about fun and, you know, oh, no. Zal's had brought it up and you had started off the whole day talking about it. This it's, it's really about, I'm really glad we had that conversation with her because basically what she reminded me is that this whole thing is about smelling the roses and not just rushing to the end and getting experience as fast as possible. Or it's not even really about the getting the stuff. It's just about having fun and smelling the roses. 
And so then here I go having my moment of fun. And uh, nope, that's nope, fun. Can you explain that to me really quick how that's fun to you? Oh my God. Did you hear how you just expressed yourself? <laughs> I thought you were going to say it's fun because of how fast we we're killing them. That's the, that's not the fun part. The fun parts when it goes bad and you get well, to enjoy how that all rolls out. This, so there's two things. One, if I'm really super honest, no, there's a part of me that is, you know, wants to be like the, obviously people talk about, Hey, this is what Chan enchanters can do. They can not only have a pet and mess everything and, but they can haste it and just whack through stuff. Like they don't even need half the other people there. Enchanters are OP. And so I'm trying to live up to that. Probably at some place in my mind, I'm trying to live up to that. And it's, you know, I'm falling short. It's difficult. I'm not going to lie. There's truth is that's true. Well, and I'll agree with you in this sense. Usually when I'm saying in group, no pet, because sometimes I'll just say it in group. Like we don't need a pet guys. Like a lot of times people do disagree with me. So I think you're more so on the side of, yes, usually the expectation is the chanter has a pet and does all those other things. I don't always agree with that, especially yeah. if things are going great without it. Yeah. I mean, I, it, let's end this by saying that like I once again I've learned when the when the situation is perfect it's really great to have a pet because the way we ended last night it was pretty perfect because we had room and all the things that you need in order to make it safer um but um yeah the other thing is that I I you know if you're a patron you can um, check out my apology. Uh, it'll be it'll probably be posted before this actually, but you can you can go check it out if you haven't checked it out already. What do you want me to call it, Sean? That way people know which uh, patron episode after they become a patron. Which you go to purpleupproductions.com, see the link. I mean, dollar a month will get you a patronage. It's obviously really short, so it's going to be the easiest one to pick out because of that. But also, it's called face face i'm sorry so i think it'll be pretty easy to pick out because of that all right well that's what happened there right we got rezzed actually we got rezzed pretty quick and then one person left the group and we said i think it's time to call it a day and i took yeah, but the, a couple the, yeah. block walks around the block there's one more thing like there's one more thing that i don't do in this game that you always do in this game which i which makes it even worse to die in places like that which is deal with all the bs of getting us rezzed i don't ever have to do that i don't i don't talk to the people like i don't say hey can you grab my group i just consent somebody i get rezzed and i'm ready to play again right so there is that piece of it and i think if you're one of the types of people who does all that stuff yeah then you're pissed like especially me. <laughs> Well, plus I feel like it's uh, cause I'm usually the one who's inviting people, you know, when you grab follow yeah. from somebody, I'm usually the one who sends you the invite. I'm the type of person who's like, let's just start a group. That's like, right. I'll, you feel responsible for their happiness and their experience. Yeah. So I feel like if we have a great day, like that's partially on me. And if we have a bad day, that's partially on me. And sometimes that's, you know, being bossy and being like no pet here. And sometimes that's making the call for evac. Even if a couple people want to stay, just like, nope, we're out evac wizard now. Sounds like I, a hero complex. I don't mind making that call. I'm actually very comfortable with making that call because I get so pissed when I feel like somebody else makes the no. You know what pisses me off is not when somebody makes it incorrectly. What pisses me off is, is when nobody makes the call. I can't stand that, and I'm like, I could have made the call, and so I, I tend to go into that role. Wow, well, we should be proud of that. <laughs> All right, so we have LM on. Man, we interviewed five people in a row, Sean. Hule Mule or yeah, something like that. Um, was amazing and uh we had on lm and he said you guys how do i get you up on sky and you said well i'll show up next thursday and i said okay i'll show up next thursday too 
and you uh, you need to go find a wizard, and they have to spend a bunch of money on their uh, little stone to cast a spell to get up there, um, or they have to have the item that you actually get from Sky to do it for cheaper. But that's very hard to get. And then boom, you're on Sky. And then Sean, what what happens? Death. Just a lot of death. The first thing you see is just death. As far as you can see, is hills filled with dead people. It's suicides, though. Yep. It's a bunch of suicide heads in the first uh, island. Yeah, and what you learn is that you've got to save your keys here, and this is the way you do it, and everybody does it the same way, and there's a reason for that, because if you leave without doing this with your keys, your keys poof, and then you got to get your keys again, which is a pain in the butt. Yeah, so basically the way our guild does, does it, Venerate, is um, on one day a week in the morning, they just do like island one, two, three, four, five, six, or something like that. I don't remember exactly. And you can come with if you want some of the loot, because there is definitely loot. There's maybe not the best loot, but there's surely good loot. I mean, Sky has loot, that is for sure. And uh, it's mostly for people who don't have their key set. So that's the time of the week where if you're, even though there seems to be a Sky Raid every other day in Venerate, it's um, if you want to get your keys, you show up this one day a week in the morning and you go through and you get your keys. And the way that works is on every island, usually there's like these trash mobs and you'll notice on some of the trash mobs, there'll be like three of the same looking thing. Maybe it's a little doll or a weird gem or a weird statue or a piece of a shell. Everything is really unique. It's kind of a cool little thing. And you pick one of these things up and then after you kill the boss on that level, this dude named Siren Goopenstuper or something. Do you remember his name? Continue. <laughs> Siren Goopin Stuper will pop. Sometimes he's even hard to see because if you just killed a big, huge boss, which some of these bosses are ginormous, like Goopin Stuper will be inside its belly and hard to see. Anyway, you give your uh, key, your no, your I'm sorry, you give your looted piece to Goopin Stuper, and he hands you back a key to the next level. And this key, uh, keep it as long as you want. But guess what happens if you leave Plane of Air, Sean? Poof. Uh, bye bye. And you don't want to lose your keys because you don't want to have to show up every Thursday morning in our cases to do the whole one through five again, right? Mm, I think I might do it again this week just for the bosses because the other things that they drop um, are secondary items for some of the primary things that you're going to want to get. All the classes get a set of armor um, and weapon from this place that are turn-in related and you need other three or four things to turn in that you get from each one of these islands. So even if you get the um, staff, for instance, from the eighth island, you still need to get a couple other items from, let's say, island five and island two in order to turn in and get the amazing staff. Yes. And uh, the loot in this zone is very intriguing. Sean mentioned most of it is quested. But it's not all quested, and I really love how they did it. Because what they did is they gave every class one item that can, like, randomly drop off of almost anything, it seems like. The bosses are more likely to drop these things, but the trash can drop them, too. As a cleric, I get these shoulders, which are dope. They're so good. And I got them for one DKP, because guess what? They drop all the time, and every cleric already got theirs. And that's the way it works with these one class gets this one item, where if you go to Plane of Air you're going to get this thing pretty quick. Now, I'm not yep. saying you're going to get it your first day, but you're going to get it, and it's not going to cost you any DKP if you're in a type of raid situation. 
mine's a bracelet and mine is pretty good too and i also got mine even though i didn't i didn't get it and then i got it dude my new shoulder piece the weight of the gods one of the reasons it's so cool first of all the look of it isn't metal it's uh it looks like a totally medieval cool leathery like executioner hood style but what's better is the uh magic resistance is 25 so now whenever like the frog lux and old seb are trying to cast something on me it's like resist resist i'm going to just resist oh my gosh speaking of frog luck bone caster robe oh we'll get there that's kind of the last sentence of we keep saying we have a last sentence in this podcast that might be the last sentence um so yeah you're up in sky and you're gonna get this one item pretty quickly so like i really want to get jim runs fast up there because he's gonna get the trent tier earpiece really easy and it's this awesome resist piece with mana and ac you can only get one you know even with the wrist you got right there's you can just have one right just the one but it's well worth it now sean isn't there a little story isn't there a little story on when you bid dkp one on your wrist i mean you know weird things never happened to me so yeah, I, I got bid by one day KP and the other three enchanter was like, yeah, I don't, I don't have it. Congrats. So I was like, cool. Thank you. I appreciate it. And of course, I we were in the middle of fighting something. So we killed it. And then I went to glued it and I couldn't find it. And it had uh, been, I don't know, something happens immolated or something when the when the necromancer casts a certain spell on it. it makes it poof faster i don't know are you talking about the thing that turns them into skeletons the thing that happened at the ct raid when everybody's like who cast ignite bones on ct and made him into a skeleton (laughs) (laughs) i do remember that yeah i'm not sure if that's what happened i don't know somebody else else said that it was like up and way up in the sky like it had died up in the air so i don't i don't know anyway okay well I just figured that it was in an obvious place, but you were too embarrassed to ask anybody for help. Did you ask anybody for help? No, I did. The person was there, like making sure. And when I went to loot, I looted all the corpses, and there there wasn't there. And I said, "Hey, it's not here." And they said, "Oh, it must have poofed." And I said, "Okay, well." And then they said, "Don't worry, it'll drop again." And then there was a little bit of, "Well, you shouldn't say that." But then, of course, <laughs> it did. It dropped again. It yeah, dropped like off, the, couple... off the off the last boss. No, it was the very last boss. Or second to last boss. Yeah. So we do the morning sesh and, you know, where these items are dropping, sometimes even rotting, because again, the one item every class gets kind of easily, you just, everybody gets that quickly, but then the other stuff is much more difficult. And you don't even, you have to like look up what you turn it in for. Cause it'll be like this thing will drop and it'll be like Ranger face piece, uh, five AC, three dexterity, two save poison. And people will be like 30 DKP. And we're like, what the hell <laughs> what is happening right now? Yeah. So it's all turn in related, of course. And then you see the end result and you're like, oh, wow. Right. But you're getting that, th- you're getting a face piece for a Ranger. Right. Right. Yeah. You yep, turn exactly. in that face piece with like, a toad's ear and like a siren's wing you mm-hmm. know and whatever three pieces of sand to somebody on some island and he gives you the sweet piece now here's the thing about these pieces sean and i don't have any of these turning pieces yet but we've looked at them and a lot of them are very ridiculous and we've been told by several people that a lot of them are basically end game as far as it comes to this p99 server that will not go past Velius. A lot of these items will never be replaced which is pretty sweet Velius hasn't even come out and we can already start working on our end game gear it's exciting um i'm super glad that we started to do it i learned a lot 
um, and the morning raid, I was really glad we went to it. And then when we did the other evening raid, it was a lot easier. Well, it parts right until the bzzz, but we're gonna. So mm. the okay. So the um, really quick back to the items. One of the reasons these items are so amazing is a lot of them have a clicky, right? Yeah. And the clicky has charges, so it will go away. But you can take this clicky back to Plane of Air and go to a specific vendor who will sell you like a recharge battery, which will refresh your clicky. And we're talking some serious clickies. Like one clicky is a res, right? One clicky ports you up to Plane of Air. I don't know what yours does, Sean, but there are some amazing clickies on this island. There are a ton of amazing clickies. Um, I think that mine are, are good, but... Uh, there are others that I think are better. And so then there's also this whole other series of monsters other than the planes one through eight, which is what they call 1.5. And maybe someday we'll uh, be able to explain to you guys how if you kill an overseer, then you get these nobles. And so you race for the overseer because you get it for this amount of days and blue, blah, blah, blue. But honestly, um, I don't get it yet. What I do know is uh, our guild venerate seems to prioritize Plane of Sky. And so they put effort into getting these um, uh, these um, overseers. overseers, which means we get more nobles. And so we're up in Plane of Sky a lot. That's one of the main places that we seem to be raiding. So that's one of the reasons Sean and I are getting into it. And so when you kill these overseers and these nobles, they'll drop these pieces for the turn-in quest for the weapons, and they'll also drop these random pieces that everybody gets. But then they also have uh, Golden Afridi armor, which is this all-all gear, which just depending on the class you are, might be a good fit for your class. It's not endgame gear like some of the other stuff in this zone, but it can be really nice fill-in gear for a lot of different classes. It's Yeah, it's really, really nice gear. It just it depends on if it fits you right or not. Right. Yeah. And as far I, as stats, it's stats, not and if it's an all all. So it fits everybody, but it, right. I mean, as far as stats are concerned. And I don't want to talk it down like, oh, this stuff is just okay, like split paw gear. No, I, yeah, this is like amazing, amazing gear that you can only get on like raids and stuff. But I'm just saying, when compared to some of the other raid gear, it's not necessarily the cream of the crop. Yeah. Especially from Plane of Air. Yeah. So that's Plane of Air. And so now what Sean and I need to do, unless we want to redo Island One, is at least once a week, we have to go on one of the evening raids or we can go and the evening raids are quick. You just go up there, you kill a noble, bing, bang, boom. And then what you have to do is you have to do this process, which is actually the longest part. Everybody goes back to Island One. You need a wizard to take you there. Hopefully a wizard has a clicky because he can recharge his battery um, a lot cheaper than buying uh, air stones. So you got to wait for your wizard. And we're not going to break down every level of Plane of Sky right now. There's a lot of stuff. There's bumblebees and there's strategies and there's mage pets all over the place. That's a whole, I mean, that's an hour right there, right, Sean? It's incredible. Yeah, it takes time. Every island takes a little bit of time. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. I can totally understand why some people wouldn't enjoy it because, especially if you don't have a pet class, you're not doing a ton. Or if you're a melee, you're not really doing a ton. Well, it's Plane of um, Sky, right? I keep saying Plane of Air. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah. Um, I, I still think it's it's a really good learning experience, and it's I I I actually enjoy it. I'd like to I'd like to go up there. Yeah, so we finished this place up, and uh, then we had that interview with Zal's. Actually, I don't even want to call it interview. I'd rather call it a conversation. That's the way I like to look at it, Sean. They're conversations. Okay. Um, 
I really enjoyed our conversation with Zells because most of the time on these podcasts, I'm either trying to just connect with you and just letting other people be in the room for that, or I'm trying to entertain an audience. But I felt Zells was one of the first time, especially we've talked to somebody else that made me reevaluate how to approach the game, which is good for me because as everybody's heard, I've gotten pretty upset twice this week to the point where I'm like stomping away from the game. And like, I'm, I'm like EverQuest mad at my best friend. You know, I know how to separate the two. I will hope, you know, I think one of them, Sean thought I was for real mad at him, which, you know, it's, it's EverQuest mad. It's different. You know, <laughs> like I know I'm being a silly, I know I'm being silly because I'm worried about, you know, this fake character lost a little bit, you know, so I'm EverQuest mad, but um, where was I go? Oh, so we <laughs> talked to Zals and she's like, well, what are you going to do when you hit 60? She's like, enjoy the ride. And that actually made me think about it. I'm like, man, when I hit 60 with face face, I may not want to play him anymore. And that's not going to be fun. Like, am I going to want to do Howling Stones then in Shardock and Seb? Maybe we should do those places now. And so that's what we decided to do, right? Well, I mean, not right away. First, we went back down in the hole and you got mad a couple more times. But then, yeah. No, yeah, we already just... talked about the time I got mad. I only got mad twice and we've talked about both of them. Mm-hmm. Once well, was yeah. because we got pulled too deep by people who are higher level than us and they would yeah. just pulled past our limitations and then the other time yeah. was when you wanted to have a pet because you like to have fun when you play a request one was before we talked to Zells, and one was after that's all i'm saying oh i see what you mean yes. so you you're telling yourself that you took it to heart but i'm reminding you that you still need to okay fine no you're right but it all everything blends together like soupy like um jambalaya and they're stewing next to each other in the timeline and these things are affecting each other like no the rice so- is mixing with the tomato sauce just mix in with the sausages. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. All right. What? Don't well, do what? All right. So we decided to get out of there because Are you first tell me all, I don't make my jambalaya right, Sean. It's the pressure of it all, really. Well, no, you don't. And second <laughs> of all, <laughs> okay. Just tell me how you make roux. Let's just start there. Tell me how roux? you make roux. It's flour and butter. Okay. And how do you make it? Down in a hole. I'm feeling so small. I want to fly to oh. old Sebulus. Let's talk about it. Sean. So we decided that we were definitely going to get out of there. We, we remembered that old Seb had been keyed to um, your, the, the key will now be on your body when you die. So you can not worry about not being able to get back in. And that was one of the main reasons why we said, hey, let's let's go check it out. We'll try again. And almost immediately. Whoa, whoa. I want to interject on the way there. Oh. We're like, mm. let's get you this thing called no tea hammer. Oh, yeah, because we always hear about people going to Hammer Hill and this and that. So, yeah. Apparently, as an enchanter, you're OP. And can you explain to everybody, if you are an enchanter in this game, this OP item you can get for one jade? If you're not an enchanter, you have to do this whole stupid thing with puppet strings that I'm not going to explain right now. But So you're an enchanter in this game, Sean. How can you just port to Hammer Hill whenever you want? You can go into Peniel and find this guy, right? It's in Peniel? Uh, over there. The over, over there. there. Sorry. You go into the over there. You mesmerize this person. Yeah, it's like Arm a him, skeleton foreman or something like that. So he's in the northwest corner of the zone. Yep, and you charm him, bring him over to you, give him a jade, and he gives you a hammer just like you would turn in the quest. That's way too easy for enchanters to do, Sean. That's like an OP item, and literally all you have to do is charm something and give it a jade, which is like 
not even a plat. I don't know why you guys get to do this. Well, I mean, you know, there's certain things that we get to do. Just hover between 20 and 40%, not 80. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's how you got to play a cleric. A cleric has to be ready. A cleric mm-hmm. is basically an ambulance ready to leave. Just ready, all fueled up. You got all the types of bloods packed up, mm-hmm. right? You got right. them all ready to go. You got the staff ready to go. Just tell me where the emergency is, and I'm on it. The only problem is if it's been all night and you haven't gotten below 80%, then <laughs> something's probably not right. Everything was fine because our XP was through the roof. We were getting gems. We were getting loam. It was one of the best groups we had ever been in. Someone had to work a little <laughs> bit harder. <laughs> okay. I hate you. I hate you. So. I know it's- so in you what you do is you get this hammer and a lot of people super high levels will get it but they have to do this puppet string thing and then what you do is you duel somebody and you just start smacking your hammer against them you're not trying to kill them but once your stupid little hammer procs and by the way it's giant so you have to put it in a shawl rock pack or something that can hold giant items yeah it's ridiculous it, it procs and you end up in the over there and you're on this you're in this place where druids and wizards hang out because they make a lot of money porting people and you're going to find a port. And so it's kind of like an easy way for any class, especially enchanters, apparently, to just be able to show up at a place where druids will be waiting for you. Yeah, especially for raids. It's very functional for that purpose. So that's why we got to talk about, Sean, how all the money we're making in old sub, we got to get face face this old T-hammer with um, puppet strings which is 1,750 plat. It's it's double that if it fails the first time it has a 10% chance of fail, which I think has to be a priority after, over Get Stuff's boots at this point, don't you think? Oh, yeah, I think pretty much always we got to prioritize those guys for sure over Get Stuff every time because of the 9,000 platinum, most like most definitely. We're going to talk about Bonecaster Rose, speaking of 9,000 platinum. Woo! So we get to Seb, and what have we heard about Seb? Like, the XP is so terrible, right? It's so bad. But the loot is just so good. So good. But the XP but, is so bad. Right. Well, and it kind of makes sense, because if you don't get down deep, your the loot isn't really that good. Oh, we should tell everybody. It's not like you can just head to Seb right now if you want, right? It's not that easy. No, you got to get you got to get keyed for it. Yeah, go back to like 10 episodes ago to some seriously nice bard who just like helped us get our keys. Like I've heard of people out there for half a day trying to get their key and this bard hooked us up in like 40 minutes. It's amazing. Find a bard. They, they'll they help you out. By the way, quick segue. I'm pretty. I'm learning how like privileged we are in this game because like people are listening to us and being like, we're like, oh, somebody just gave us a goblin ring and oh, it's this, these people just ported us and oh, people want to group with us all of a sudden. It's because we have this podcast, you know, and so we have to put into perspective a lot of times that like the game is not as easy as we're presenting it because we're getting hooked up right now. Like especially lately, as more people are hearing about it and after we had SEAL team on and Smash on and stuff like that, just more and more people are noticing us and people are just being more friendly to us. And I'm feeling a bit privileged, Shan. Yeah, I mean, you've done a lot of work to to grow and make the community happen. So it's 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 a little bit of a karma coming back to you in a way karma chameleon coming back that way if you ask me yeah it's nice it's nice i you know you know me like when that kind of stuff happens i usually go duck into the corner but um it's it's cool it's what it led to what it what it led to uh accumulated to last evening was really truly fantastic 
Yeah. So, you know, we're finally getting to some levels where some 59s actually want to group with us sometimes because we are a cleric chanter. And uh, yeah, I suppose it is because we have a podcast too. <laughs> and so we head to Seb and we put it out there like, well, we're going into Seb and Sean and I try to do the entrance and it's sketchy. Like we can fight a couple mobs, but it's sketch, right? Yep. Still hadn't hit 54. So it was, you know, very difficult without the new abilities to keep up. Um, but then uh, two days in a row, we get into two sweet groups, and both times we head to Disco. Yeah, and just getting down there and um, getting those first couple bugs dead and getting the gems off them, it was like, wow, this is going to be different. You could tell, pretty, <laughs> tell right away it was going to be different. Oh, uh, who wants this blue diamond? Oh, here's a Jasoneth. Um, here's the fifth spell. You can just, anybody can loot the spells. Who cares? Um, <laughs> oh, who's, oh, here's another fire emerald. Did you just get two in a row? Who cares? Who, should we even roll for Jasoneths or should we just alpha them? I'm sitting over here with like, four gems in my pocket already. I haven't had to give away any to our resers. You know, it's like, wow, we haven't even hit the camp yet. Yeah. And then of course having level 59s and people who played the game and understand what's going on, that's also extremely helpful. So thank yeah, you. Yeah. So the first time we head down there, um, yeah, we go with, uh, we go with LM and Zalzina's alts actually. Yeah. And Atlas. They're funny to listen to those two bicker, right? <laughs> yeah, man, of course. It's like anything. They're awesome. <laughs> I love it. And I also, it's funny because, you know, I have this personality on the podcast, this boisterous and like I'm in control. But whenever I get too much that way around LM, I just, it just doesn't feel right, man. Hmm, I wonder why that is. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> I I know why it is, yeah. Because sometimes... Well, first of all, and I act like a toddler sometimes, right? That's a bit of like the personality I give off. Like me, 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 you know, whatever. I'm having fun. And like, yeah, it's just sometimes when you do that with him, he just doesn't play around as much as I expect people to sometimes. And so sometimes I get a little more quiet when we are with LM and I let everybody else talk a little more. <laughs> well, it's also because you're used to him talking and when you're in a group with him, then it's different, right? Because now it's open. You can just talk and do whatever, but you're very used to them being the ones that are talking so you're just listening and here's what i don't get is these guys are like they're fighting but they're also like posting stuff on discord and posting stuff in guild That's chat at saying, the same dude. time and they're linking items to us like oh if this thing drops it's this and somehow they're linking it on chat and they're like planning a raid for tonight and i'm like what's going on man like how do they i just I I can't play at that level i right need now. to be at 80 percent mana <laughs> Yeah, and then they then they, yeah they're also like uh, mirror clarity just dropped and uh, could you please haste the pet and um there's this guy over here that needs to be messed and I'm right. just like God what the hell but this is already more fun for me because they're like oh we don't even care who the sixth person in the group is just invite any guildie who wants to come it doesn't care if they're too op and I just loved that it was just cool meeting meeting people and um. They were even cash about like, oh, yeah, we don't know if this next room is about to pop. I didn't put a timer out. It'll be fun if it does pop on our heads. It'll be cool. Yeah. Let's just check it out. Well, they they were, you know, for the first time in a while, I felt like somebody trusted me just to do what I'm supposed to do. Like she didn't ask. She just would pull four or five. She was pulling like crazy. And nah, we never died. We never really even came close. Um, Yeah, just having a shaman. We're finding out to split the duties with me for one thing in my own brain is extremely helpful. I mean, there's the shamans a, are. OB. There's a big opening right there for me as far as 
your whole I want to make this game easier, don't want to work too hard at 80% mana, you asking for a shaman, but go on, sorry, proceed. Well, I'm just realizing, like, especially after we played again last night, um, that having the, a shaman is just them slowing is just it just makes everything ridiculously easy right because then when they slow and even if they do pull aggro let's they, they can take it they're wearing chain they can heal right. themselves it's like yeah. whatever and oh by the way you're slowed anyway yeah and my mez breaks like or if it hits three out of the four or whatever two out of the three it doesn't matter it's like right it's just so much better and then I obviously have a secondary healer then as well. Like, uh, and if we're gr grouping with really good people, like we did the second night with Gino, he's casting Torpor. And I'm like, dude, what else can I even do as a cleric, man? Like, we got a good tank and we got Torpor. What am I doing here? But um, what I was doing is I was getting some loot, baby. And so <laughs> both days we had stone portals with us. Shout out to him again. First patron ever. First person venerate we ever grouped with. Big uh, appreciant to stone portals. We've been grouping with him a lot. And his big thing is, hey, I want to get to 60 on my wizard. I'm at 59 now, but I'm not going to do it in the hole. I want to have some fun doing it. And he's like, and I want to make some money while I'm doing it. And he has been. That guy's been oh, winning man. every single roll. That's right. Good for him. Yep. I'm sure he spends a ton of cash getting people up and down from hate and stuff too. So that's good, man. He was killing it last night on the rolls. And actually it wasn't every single roll because what happened? So we did two nights and here I'm, I'm going to come full circle. And so last night we group with an even better group, right? It's even better than the LM and Zal's group. This wow. group is wow. sick. Wow. Dude, I'm not, and don't break down the names because that's part of the privacy here. Uh, that way, the only people in the group know what I'm talking about. That's important here. Because we're talking about the two different types of players, right, who want to push it and who know the limitations of our chanter, right? So we form this group, and right away in Guild, I'm like, anybody can come to Seb, right? But we already have this one OP player who we grouped with down in the whole experience that we've already gone over, the Broken Gate experience with two golems being pulled. Dead, dead, dead. Yeah, but this, it wasn't. That wasn't their fault in any of them. Oh, no, it wasn't. Occasions. You're right. You're they, right. But they weren't the one pulling. They weren't the one that you're got right. the three golems. No, you're right. They knew I'm... their limitations. They had said it many, many times. I don't disagree that, with that you right now. Get, that didn't get said before. I just that's really important. Okay. No, and I agree with you. I agree with everything you just said. Right. But as I'm forming this group for Seb, I'm saying anybody can come. A 54 mage says, Can I come? Or first of all, Stone Portal says, Can I come? And I say, Absolutely. And this person's like, okay, but, you know, we got to be careful about how we put this group together. You know, wizards are good, but they're not the ideal group. I, don't, I still don't understand that, by the way, because they're supposed to be like the best TPS, so I don't get why they're not like an, an ideal group, but apparently they're not, this is what people say. And so, and then the other thing is like, I'm like, okay, anybody else can come, uh, mage, 54 mage, sure, come on down. And this person starts sending me tells, and they're like, look, you're putting this group together wrong. You're limiting what we can do down there. You're not putting together the ideal group. It's going to hamper us. And I'm like, I'm getting a little salty, Sean. It's like, this is not how I want to play this nope. game. I left the hole. I don't want to play this way. Right, 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 right. So? So, but that was it. And we had a great group with the person and we all had a good time. And, but they just reminded me, they're like, look, this could have been an even better group if you would have taken more care and put this group together properly and not just say, hey, anybody who wants to join can come. And I, I, don't, I don't like being told I'm wrong, right? No, you definitely don't like that. <laughs> you don't like it. So am I wrong there, Sean? Should I not have been like, hey, let's just fill it with the last spot? It's not about whether you're right or wrong. Because here's the problem, Sean. I know what that person wanted to do. They wanted mm -hmm. to go into the depths and you would have gotten your butt kicked down there. That's what they wanted to do. 
They're like, well, we have to put a rogue in the group because we have to go deeper in. And I'm like, but then that's not what we and Sean want to do right now. So, you know, there's two things that could happen here. In the beginning, just just when you say anyone that can come out, this is, you know, we didn't know because we hadn't been down there before, but you, you could say, hey, this is what we're planning on doing. So there's limitations set immediately and that's understood. Or I don't like how you talk all calm after I get excited. I know it's all right, but then you start to calm down too. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I learned it from watching you, Dad. Uh, Oh boy! I mean, and you—you know, look again. I don't. I know that you're not poo-pooing this person or the what their idea is or the fact that they're OP or the fact that they're like. that they're good at the game or that like that they don't understand it in a better way. They're playing the game differently than I am. And that yeah. frustrates me. Right. But I think it's just a misunderstanding of before. I mean, once we were down there and going, everybody was having a blast. Dude. Yes. There's no way you couldn't say that we were. Yes. And um, people, you know, everybody makes mistakes. Different people make silly mistakes and, and including myself. And that's okay too. But the, the, I think the best thing about it, honestly, is that, that if you can get to that place where you're just going to have the conversation with them and that person will know now, right? They'll be like, look, I know if I get into this group, there's a possibility that they're not going to build the optimum group. And if that's what I'm looking for, then I need to make sure I ask that question before. Or now, you know, to say, Hey, look, we're probably not going to push it down all the way, but we're going to go down as far as we can. Is that cool? Cause we really, really like having you in the group, obviously. Right. Right. Cause they did make it hella easy dude. dude. They were level 60. They were just getting their buffer and they were raid geared out. They, I didn't have to heal. I was a cleric and I was trying to figure out what I could do. I was trying chain stunning. I was trying DDing. And it was, I was not just bad like, experience. I was just trying to do a bunch of buffs. I was trying to keep like everybody on the team buffed with all three cleric buffs. I was trying all sorts of things. I'm like, what can I do? This tank is not taking damage. And you got some van braces down there, right? You got the Donnell van braces down there, the arms. Yes, so there's a whole set of uh, items in Kunark for every class that has clickies, and they're uh, long cast clickies, but they're free and they're unlimited. And I hadn't taken a close enough look at these, uh, but like these ones were actually a big upgrade for me because uh, my old Van Bracers, uh, I lost. So what I lost from my old ones is five save fire and three decks or five decks decks doesn't matter for clerics it's a useless step so just to pretend that so basically i lost five save fire what i gained was 10 ac and a clicky which is give somebody valor it's a slow cast but i gotta imagine there's there's good ways to use this even if it's just bumping up buffing up like uh somebody at a zone line or buffing up somebody like a pet for like a junk buff so they don't get dispelled or something like that it's a clicky it's a clicky that's a clicky so yeah, I got a clicky and uh, and it it need before greeted, right? We're gonna get into it, by the way, Sean. We got to. This is the podcast. We tell everybody what's up. We're gonna talk about the need before greed that happened here. Okay. So we need it, it before because we're getting gems, right? We're down here and everybody is making money, right? Everybody, we're doing these this alpha gem thing, and like nice gems are dropping. And even if you're if you're getting the nice ones, you're getting some gems that are like worth 200, 300 plat. If you're getting the bad ones, you're getting you know, the ones that, oh, they're only worth 70, but you're getting a handful of them, right? Right. And so everybody's making money, but there's also like four names or something that we're clearing. And Sean and I don't completely understand it. We got some boots at one point that Sean rolled for and won uh, that ended up going to um, 
uh, if you listen to the last episode, they ended up going to uh, Farquani. Mm-hmm. They're really and, nice. And so these boots, these band bracers drop, but then somebody's like, I bought mine for a thousand way back when. I don't know how much they're going for today. And honestly, Sean, they might go for more now because nobody sells these things anymore. Everybody's down right. on the hole now. So people used to sell these things and now old Seb isn't camped as much and nobody's selling them. Like I can't find the Druid clickies anymore. They're never for sale anymore. Right. No, there you're right. None of that stuff is, but that gives us uh, an idea. <laughs> so, so, um, right away somebody says grats face uh because i say they're these are an upgrade for me and right away somebody says grats face and if you want to know a difference between sean and i sean's gonna wait till everybody says grats as soon as the first person said grats i mean it's not no drop so i looted that sucker i'm like these are mine until somebody else disagrees because i i believe in need before greed i really do i and i think i put my money where my mouth is when it comes to it as well um and then i don't don't deny that and then we camp for a bit more and I then spent nine thousand that <laughs> i'm talking about if you're at a camp and somebody okay. in your group needs let's the keep item. going don't get golf track keep going tell the story don't get go- hey guys don't Focus. get a golf track if you get on don't. a golf track you're going to end up on the fairway and then the green mm-hmm. and you're going to get a hole in one and then you're not going to know what to do don't forget to breathe either that's important take a breath i switched from coffee to green tea i mm-hmm. okay where were we? Oh, so the, I got the Van Bracers. They're yep. sweet. And I'm, I'm wearing them right now. They're sweet. They're a big armor upgrade. As face face, I'm learning that I love armor. Armor's but somebody awesome. had mentioned the cost and thought that maybe we should roll for them. One person was like, oh, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't mind rolling for those. But I even got a tell, by the way, Sean, from I believe the same person who was like, hey, when it's all guildies in the group, because this was six people from Venerate, the person sent me a tell and I said, hey, when it's all guildies in the group, it's all at need before agreed. All yours. Congratulations. I'm like, hey, you didn't even need to tell me. As soon as one person said Grat's face, I took him. So I just want you to know that the person in voice that actually said, hold on a minute, I think we should roll for that was me because I was doing it as a joke. And so sorry about that. Your voice didn't work for a long time the last couple of days. We'd be all be talking for like a half hour. We're like, why hasn't Sean said anything? Is he mad? Yeah, I get super angry easily. Yeah, we can tell. And then you publish bonus episodes that you got to go to perfectproductions. If you don't believe me, go yeah, go check it out. I'm it's anger. It's this beauty. is Sean's first solo bonus episode. I have not listened to it yet. I'm not, I don't think many people will, to be honest. <laughs> I think it might. Oh, we have new patrons. We have we have a couple Bam. new patrons. I think what? when we put out so many episodes, you know, we got a huge bump. Oh, I thought you were showing me your shirt there. Nope. Sorry. That's weird. It's okay. okay. Unless it says the patrons' names on it, I don't okay. want it. Okay. Uh, thank you, Razamuth. Razamuth, thank you very much. We appreciate you. And thank you, Anthony from Return to EverQuest. Oh man, Anthony, seriously, you're amazing. Thank you so much. But this is my prediction: is that this call for action out there that if you want to hear Sean's apology, I believe Get Stuff's actually involved in the apology. I believe there's a song, is what I've heard, what I've been told. I've not listened to the episode yet. Um, you will have to become a patron. Go to purplelovproductions.com. You'll find the link there. And you also get an invite to Discord. Discord's popping too. We got Smash Ooh. in there. We got, you know. LM drops in every once in a while. Hello. Okay, so. Um, yeah, there's, there's some people popping in there. Not too long after I got my Van Bracers. Oh, by the way, it's like my time. It's like uh, 1.30 in the morning. I'm dying. I am yeah, fading hard 
everybody was fading and we had tried to call it but we're like we should wait for one more round of names right and i didn't want to leave because this is some of the most fun i've had this is one of the best groups i've ever been and by the way old seb's uh xp sucks is what you always hear but guess what if you're in a good group that doesn't die and you grind it out you're still making xp people were people were getting above of xp you know those guys were so good man (laughs) oh my god we had a 59 shaman we had a 59 wizard we had a 60 tank and then it was sean and i at 53 and 54 uh by the way sean is 54 now ding c2 and we had a 54 mage and it was easy we were disco and it felt easy oh man yeah that was really it was exciting so then this guy pops with a weird name. Usually names are like, they still have the same name structure, but this dude actually has a name. It's like Friggle Grump or something. I don't know what the heck his name was, right? Yep. Wiggle Bottom or something? It was not Wiggle Bottom. Figgle Bottom? Fig- figgy Bottom? What? It doesn't really matter because we're not trying to give that exact information. Figgy Poops? Was that his name? No, it wasn't that either. Is that in your song that you apparently made for the bonus episode? Is Figgy Poops in there? I think there's only one way to find out. I'm going to have to listen to it, too. Um, so then all of a sudden, this guy gets pulled to camp. And each time, Sean and I don't know it's a big deal because the people in the group aren't sane until all of a sudden it's dead and the fight's over. And they're like, uh, that was a big deal. I've been to this camp a bunch of times. I've never seen that guy before. He drops the Froglock Bonecaster robe, which you've heard Sean and I talk about that. It'll run you about 5K. Or it'll run you six and a half K if Sean doesn't give you the right amount of money on time. And so, um, but then apparently his other drop is also worth 5K. And I don't know what it is. I think they said it's lamentation or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember what it is. They're both really good drops. They're like, no matter what this thing dropped, guys, it's probably worth around 5K. And then we loot it and it's the Frog Rock Bonecaster robe. It's the most expensive piece of loot I've ever seen drop from a group we've been in. And it's not even close yeah not even close um i really want to go back there i'm excited to go back there of course now that we were in that group we're probably going to be like yeah i could go down there with a group of 55 no problem Uh, no you can't probably not yeah that's right and Um, and it's not just that they are 59 either they're good players there's and i'm not saying that other people aren't i'm just saying that that does make a huge difference when they're totally capable of doing all the things that their class needs to do independently it makes a huge deal all right so it drops i know that you already have one i know there's a 54 mage in the group i believe is newer to the guild and i believe was probably the least geared out player amongst all of us and uh i immediately say what are you wearing and they link it and it's the kedge keep robe and it's decent but it's not as good as the frog up bone caster if i'm evaluating it correctly and i immediately say grats in chat I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's theirs. I say grats. They're in the guild. They need it. I say grats, right? Yeah. And then the couple, it's not only one person. It's like three people or something. I'm like, uh, to be honest, I wouldn't mind rolling for that thing. Right. <laughs> and then the rolls, they came out, baby. Right. Roll, roll, roll. Yeah. Did you notice who didn't roll? I did. Well, you already had one too. That's right. But that's why that's, that shouldn't matter. If it's random, if it's greed. Oh, is it? I thought it was lore. It is, but I can have somebody else hold on to it if I'm just selling it. Right? True. Yeah, I, I guess if it's, it's if it's if it's full greed. But yeah, I and I rolled and I was what honestly. Else, and wait a minute. I what was going to give it to them. What else could it possibly be at that point? What do you mean? If it's full greed, there's half greed, which is if you <laughs> have the item, but you what? The, what? There's no such thing. 
there's a quarter greed too, which is like you're thinking <laughs> about getting the item, but you haven't got it yet. So, uh, so yeah, um, they rolled. The mage didn't win. The mage seemed very grateful though for being in the group. They got a ton of gems. They got some good XP. They got to have being a sweet subgroup. So I don't think they're upset. I'm not upset. Um, honestly, uh, I think that um, I said this in an earlier episode. I expect need before greed, but I also expect that if somebody doesn't adhere to that, I should not um, consider that uh, everybody's expectation because that's just the way the groups work in EverQuest. It's a known thing that you don't have to do need before greed. It's just that was you, you one don't of have the to. That they asked me when I joined the guild. I'm not <laughs> oh, kidding. They, really? They, they said, they "What do you? What do? You, how are you gonna? How are you going to resolve a dispute between two guild members in a group?" With the, with that exact scenario going down, yeah. Well, and, but they they added that one of the people had just left and another person had just come in and the person who had just come in won the role. Okay. So they just didn't feel like it was fair because they hadn't been there for eight hours and, you know. Right. I mean, look, there's no right again. There's no right answer. It doesn't matter no. what I think. It doesn't matter what the other person thinks. It, well, it, I think it, it matters in the sense as part of doing this podcast is so people can, you know, ideate things through our experience. So I think by by us saying, you know, how we feel about it, somebody can be like, well, I kind of feel like what Jeff's thinking, but he's wrong on this aspect. Or they can kind of, I think, I think it's good that we say how we felt. And the way I well, felt is it was the wrong call, but I'm not going to hold it against them. And so when I'm saying this publicly, I'm not trying to shame anybody i'm just saying that i think the way we should try to approach the game is need before greed especially if you're in a guild with somebody okay that's that's great fantastic <laughs> <laughs> but you know what you know what sean maybe all of a sudden i'm level 59 right and i'm not doing much down here oh sean's or, doing this thing like oh jeff now you get it the only reason why you're here is is loot because of the people that are carrying you down there. Is that the true though? Because if you're yes. in a group of full guildies, isn't part of the reason you're down there to help gear out the, the people same, you're with? It's the same reason why SEAL team goes to the very last camp. It's because they can, and but I if, cannot. But if we would have gotten that mage, that robe, then the next time we go into air, we're more successful because mages are needed in air They're, or sky. The mages are very important. So all of a sudden we make our mage team better. That's also true. There's nothing saying that that's not true. But you could also argue that if you give the person that is 59 $5,000 to spend on something, that's going to make them better. And that's going to help you a hell of a lot more in the raid than the 54 person with the, mo with the rope. Okay. All right. No, that's a good point. And also, you know, the person, I, I don't, I don't know the situation for sure, but I'm pretty sure the person who won the robe has been with the guild a very long time and has contributed very hard for a very long time and is a key part of the guild. And the person who I thought should have had the robe was a newcomer. So maybe that makes a difference too. It does. It also depends on the person and the situation of, you know, whether or not they get the robe. Like I bet we've all been in that situation before where it's a, it's a huge upgrade for you, but like, okay, but here's the other thing when you're on a raid, like you still have to, you have to still have to fight with other people to get it right. It's not automatic. So there's that piece of it too. Anyway, I think maybe what the real answer here is to set some of these things up prior to going down, just say, Hey, look, here's how it's going to be. If you're going to be in this group today, when we get down there, it's need before greed. 
Because, you know, you used to have to do that. When you join a group, you'd say, what kind of group is this? Is it need before greed? Are we doing this? Are there rules on this? And we even started to have that conversation a little bit last night, but it was kind of just, now nah, we're having fun. Let's be loose with it, right? But then when that shit drops, everybody goes, oh, <laughs> uh, well, this was fun. <laughs> Um, that's 5k. I could, I could uh, use 5k. Yeah. That is a pair of J boots for an alt. I want to create that is going to have sow for its, its entire 60 levels. Now, what if you're crafting and what if you're getting ready to make your shawl? What if you're, I mean, come right. on 5k again, like that's what if you're saving up for a mana stone and you're at, you know, you've saved up 180 and it's taken so long and you just got to keep chipping away. You got to do it somehow. What if you're trading it for real life socks? <laughs> What if you killed CT the other day, but this podcast took so long that you feel like we should maybe wait next time before you talked about killing CT? Yeah, we definitely need to be done. This is plenty of talk conversation. People, most people have like, gone, to, gone to sleep or gotten <laughs> home or stopped running on the treadmill. We're gonna, or... I'm going to get kicked out of the guild for airing our dirty group laundry on this podcast. I'm, I'm sure of it. Well, I mean, I called that about, I don't know how many months ago. <laughs> I've, already, I've already sent... Both uh, our multiple leaders in our guild asking them questions like, how do you plan on dealing with this guy in the future? And oh, my God, what is your plan in like voice calm when he starts to like soliloquy? What's going to happen? I don't know. I hope everybody enjoyed the episode. I sure did. I need to go drink some water. Yeah. And I want to make sure that everybody knows that how much we appreciate that you listen and that you take the time out of your day to be just be a part of this craziness and also um you know the podcast isn't only about venerate but they've definitely been extremely kind and beneficial to us uh and have made it um i don't know kind of opened our eyes to a different part of the game that at least i didn't get to explore before so i'm very grateful for that uh and that that, that goes for everybody that's been grouping with us and helping us out so i apologize if uh i'm the weak link sometimes but that's just the way life goes and I want to do a shout out to those people from Venerate, because much like they say, if a family member of yours becomes a stand-up comedian, you're going to be in a bunch of jokes you may not want to be part of. Uh, if you're in Venerate and you're grouping with me now, and I have a big mouth and I like to entertain people on this podcast, and I like to take little disputes and turn them into big drama because it's entertaining. Um, I do apologize because I'm not trying to dunk on anybody out there for real. I'm, I am really trying to entertain everybody and give people a slice of what it's like to be in some of these situations. But um, I really uh, have enjoyed everybody that I've been telling these stories about, even though sometimes I'll, I'll hype it up for the listeners. Hey, face face, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Forever Quest is brought to you by Purple Elf Productions. If you want to hear more from Jeff and Sean, check out LTF, where they discuss relationships, communicating across divided viewpoints, and finding common ground.